0: The
1: USL show, also known as The View for Soccer. I gave a very pro wrestling heel turn, I'm sorry you were offended apology. The US military discussing what a Naruto run is for the Area 51 raid, I feel
2: angry. Who mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. disappointed me?
1: Everybody, welcome to the USL Show, brought to you by Roughneck Scarves, uh, your home for everything scarf-related you could possibly imagine. RoughneckScarves.com. Brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network podcast, who consistently hosts this and put it up for you on the internet, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you need to find podcasts. Go find us there at the USL Show. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Evan Malella. Joined by uh, a couple of my soccer friends. First, it's the uh, the waviest man in the St. Louis Metropolitan area. The cream in your Irish coffee is Phil Grimms.
0: Hey, hey. How's it going? <laughs> I'm all right, man. How are you? Pretty good. A little sleepy tonight, but, uh, you run, know, run. Thursday night, it happens. lean into four- Friday. Yep. Uh, and also joining us,
1: something, uh, not exactly the reason I have a fox on my right forearm as the <laughs> tattoo, but... They're not not the reason. It's uh, Ed and Lefty from from Fox, right out in Fresno. Evening, boys. Good evening. Hello. Good to good to have you. I wish it was potentially under better circumstances or with less uh, strange news regarding your team. Um, but to backtrack a little bit, uh, this is there's there's no fun way to segue into this. So that's uh, never great. Anyway. <clears throat> Uh, randomly, I think it was, I, I saw it this afternoon, but I never know. Um, looks like local time. Uh, the uh, local Austin, uh, NBC affiliate has it at 1231 PM central. Um, Austin football club, uh, announced the, uh, untimely, incredibly untimely death of, uh, promise Isaac Wednesday night. Um, Due to, to cardiac arrest uh, apparently no, uh, no official cause or anything like that that's not the point uh, Chairman Bobby Epstein with a with a short but uh, very powerful and succinct um, quote the greatest loss a team can suffer is not on the scoreboard it's the death of a fellow teammate um, obviously our condolences to uh, you know promises friends family loved ones teammates etc Um Nigerian born um, seventh player to sign ever for Austin bold after playing 12 years in the, in the super league uh, Turkey's first league in the Saudi professional league uh, Olympic silver medalist, got second place with the Nigerian E23 teams in 2008, started 15 of the 20 games for Austin Bowl at FC. They also announced today their match against uh, Monarchs SLC that was scheduled for, I, I would want to believe, this weekend, has been postponed to the 16th. So their remaining games uh, become Thursday the 10th against El Paso, the 16th, which is a Wednesday, against Real Monarchs, and then the 19th they close out against Sounders 2. Um, yeah, once we'll again, thoughts with everybody over in uh, in Austin for sure and, uh, and promises for friends, family, loved ones, everyone back home in Nigeria, things like that. Um, super unfortunate um, for as much you know banter and things that we as fans and podcasters uh, you know welcome and, and are, are prone to and what have you um, there's very few things that bring you back down to earth. <laughs> uh unfortunately like like that and it's a, it's a nice little reminder that we are all one huge community um so positive vibes and things out to, to austin
0: age 31 yeah that's that's a big shocker to a guy like me
1: yeah for sure i'm not too far off of that uh, right. I'm well i'm not terribly close to it but anyway also the the uh the wonderful thing about uh, about Having to talk about that is that there's no real add-ons from that, so we'll just hmm. terribly transition and move on. Um, Fresno boys, we're here to talk uh, about your team potentially um, moving, which is never fun. So what do we? <laughs> well, uh,
2: I'll, I'll let, What do we? I'll what like, do, I'll what do we first. know? Well, uh, <laughs> you know, "know" uh, is a is a very interesting word um because everything that we kind of know is is still uh a lot of rumor um that has been sure. somewhat confirmed um the athletic uh, as an example you know put out an article yesterday mm. talking about the 50/50 odds of whether or not Fresno would have a team next year um mm. and, and and you know they had sources they talked to us and they talked to other people locally as well as whatever sources they have in the soccer community um, mm. we talked about this on our podcast Monday night, um, and, and we had seen it from other soccer Twitter people just mentioning like the, the chances that it was, it was pretty much a done deal that the team was at least shutting down after this mm. season. Mm. We, we also know a bunch of other stuff, but some of it's like, um, uh, I don't, know, I don't know how how much I can we can confirm or how much we right. can you know like there's right. there's just a ton of rumors about um, mismanagement by ownership and sure, sure. Uh, failed deals with the city and um, failed attempts to sell the team uh, yeah. along with just just a whole handful of things that seemed like it could have possibly have saved the thing or had changed it to uh, a USl level one team or stuff like that yeah. but
1: which is all a mute point when you don't have a team.
2: Yeah, and that's and that's <laughs> like I mean. <laughs> and, and, yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, as the story broke out and our, our local media started to pay attention, um, the team has released some statements uh, basically kind of reiterating that they're still trying to work with the deal and mm-hmm. you know, nothing's finalized until the end of the season, right. um, which to us sounds like a lot of, uh, you know, just covering their butts. and Right, right. So...
0: So did, were either of you guys around like with uh, Fresno Fuego?
2: Yeah. Okay. yeah. Actually, we were, we were both in the, uh, in the fire squad during the Fuego years. Um, the, a lot of the Fuego team actually came out of Fresno Pacific University where both uh, Chris and I worked and went to school. Um, so we knew like a lot of the ownership and, and starting players um, from the inception of that, that team 17 years ago um it seemed like it was a good transition to go from the the pdl level to a pro team so we were all excited uh we bought into what the uh, ownership was selling
3: oh yeah i mean uh ed ed and i were both at the the announcement when uh when you know uh jake and ray bischoff uh were there to say that uh usl is coming to to fresno we're going to have our professional soccer team that uh, they were, in a sense, built for Fresno. And uh, it took a, you know, I I will say that Ray, um, you know, a lot of the things that went on between uh, the ending of Fuego and Ray purchasing the Fuego uh, are starting to see the light uh, from the people who owned Fuego uh, Mm. sort of coming out on Facebook and saying that um, they really didn't, want to sell and we're sort of forced into it and and so there's you know we're all the all the dirty laundry is sort of coming out Mm. uh to 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 dry and uh, i think locally there's um there's a lot of people very obviously for for good reason uh, upset with uh with with ray and uh you know my my personal feelings uh are the, um, he did not really know the culture of the soccer culture that that uh, folks have built over the years and mm-hmm. how important uh, it is to um,
2: be a part to, of community.
3: <laughs> yeah, to re-in in, because this is you know it was essentially a new team and you know and I mean to this day if people know of of soccer here in town that a lot of them still think it's the Fuego, you know, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. says a lot about, uh, how much, uh, how much, uh, Ray and the ownership group put into, into marketing and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- so there's a, just a general sense that, um, that, uh, he really was not up to, up to par. And I, I you know, I, and, and this is me, just speaking, uh, for myself, um, I just have a feeling that, um, there should have been more conversations between, between mm. the USL and, and, you know, cause Fresno definitely deserves a professional level soccer sure. team. And I mean, look well, at, I, at our season this season. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, it's not a bad team either. <laughs> like this, uh, the point I was going to, I was going to jump off of was like, this would be really weird as far as you know second place in the west probably winning a playoff game fresno might not exist next year
3: yeah well as i said on on, on our podcast on on foxtrot pod uh i i believe in soccer gods and sure. uh, you know and so this you know it practically writes itself you know right it, right you know the we, we go and win the whole San Francisco d- deltas it you know yeah 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 yeah. yeah we will win the whole damn thing and and then we disappear and then only to be revived in some uh 30s 30, 30 for well, 30 soccer and then, story uh,
1: and then a bigger club signs your best player he's injured and they release them and there's a lawsuit yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: oh yeah Tommy Heineman took me a second yeah. there yeah that's a reference there yeah <laughs> It's your favorite kind. Um, I guess (laughs) they're good ones. I'm I'm kind of interested. I I guess I didn't know to what extent, because I watched that unveiling online. I watched you guys have, it was a really great unveiling for the team. And I knew the Fuego was huge and you guys were rowdy that night. It was really cool. Um, But was the owner for Fuego there?
2: Yeah, well, so, I mean, part of what happened, you know, is that they did, Buy out the existing ownership of the Fuego, bought out the Fuego namesake, and um, and I'm trying to remember if the ownership, former ownership group was at the unveiling. I think they were, um, because they were guys that were excited about the potential for soccer growth. You know, uh, coupled with the fact that hmm. the team was hiring on the the GM from Fuego and the director of marketing from Fuego, and so it was really like it felt that like they were going to build off of what what was there in place, but take it to the next level mm. um, pro wise.
0: Yeah. And I remember that vibe, um, but it very much went wrong. I guess part of this, we were going to say this in passing. So here we go. We can mention it in passing. Um, what now dubbed union Omaha was, was announced today. And, um, not part of that Mm -hmm. is bug eaters right and so that was a little bit disappointing hot ass logo right then again um des moines menace are a part of the the des moines situation going on over there so it is an interesting thing where sometimes you're getting a money guy coming in and either sounds like you guys were bought out or well
1: and no go ahead more in passing, uh, USL League 2 just put the state of Michigan in red and so there's a team coming there. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And the, the Bucks were going to have an in-state rival and I'm sure that will go over so well. <laughs> um, so... uh And, like, yeah... Uh, it's a weird situation and whatever. I'm biased because I've talked to these people before. But, like... You're not going to say no if you're USL to someone with money going, Here's your expansion. Exactly. give me a team. And they, they, not how
2: that works, but like, they they way overpaid too. (laughs) Like, really, they, they, they bought out the Fuego property for much more than it was worth. Um, you know, but it just, to me, there's uh, some fault on the league as well, just not listening to that existing ownership. Um, not, not seeing that this guy doesn't have a a viable plan in place for a stadium. Um, that there's a temporary plan, but there's no real, like solid foundation built of, you know, and and it's like, that's where we're at now. It's like, Oh, still no stadium two years.
1: Well, it's just funny to me, like, and you know, on field results aside, whatever, like they're, they're not great teams, but like, you look at Birmingham and you look at, uh, Hartford and you look at, to be more West specific, like El Paso, Las Vegas, and, uh, Third team that I was going to mention, New Mexico, and it's like, by all accounts, there is there's at least not Facebook posts where it's like
0: "Mm, owners not great. Yeah. Yeah, but so I, I don't know. I think it's just a thing. It feels that, like there wasn't that great of a vetting process. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. I think it's a. I think it's more a sink or swim. Like you have the money, welcome to the league. Let's see if you can hack it for five years or more. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: But like you can, you can do that at the, at the PDL level, and you can do that even at League One. But like this is the second highest.
0: You know what? And I, I think you're in right. The I think you're right. I think, I think and they need to be more careful that trial and error,
1: but NISA where it's like, ah, that's a good joke. Like you're supposed to have this like stability and brand recognition about your league. And that's the whole reason that you like, you know, um, you rebranded the entire structure of, of what you're doing. And now even that this is like a rumor is, is damning to you.
0: Yeah. I just think, I think USL's had this, it's just something I've been discovering little by little, year by year. USL, I really, and I'm not saying this is good either, um, has this attitude of, if you have the money and you have the potential, let's get you in here. Because, yeah, we're taking a risk Mm. on a new owner. And especially in this case, a new owner who doesn't seem to know or care about soccer at all. And in a baseball stadium, he's what, he owns car dealerships. Um, So, but... But if it had gone right, let's say you guys actually figured out how to build a stadium this year, this could be a success story. You could be a San Antonio at the very sure. least. You know what I mean? So I do think, yeah, they're perhaps not vetting guys, but they're also kind of hoping that a lot of these bets really pay off and become like a Louisville or something like that. Um, but I'm not saying that's good per se, and, and I think – Evan, the last thing I want to say is that I think you have a great point that we now have League One where I'm hoping all the risky teams are going down there, proving themselves, and then maybe someone like Madison or, or Lansing or someone who's really successful for a few years there moves up rather than taking our chances in championship from now on. What do you guys think? Do you think this team could have stuck around longer if Fresno was in League One, if League One was around
2: at the time? Uh, y- Yeah, because I mean, I, I mean, just in talking to the guys that Owned the previous team, like they were actually trying to, you know, either stay at PDL for another year or two and then move into like a, a, a League One type situation. Um, that 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 was their hope, and the market was there. They had the connections to to maybe do something. So like, it, we we could make it at that level, even if we if we had a stadium. I mean, I mean that's one of the things that I would agree with in all the articles that like Frank Gallop has said like, Oh, if the, if we had a stadium, it would be a different issue. And I a hundred percent agree, but it's like, you don't. Mm-hmm. And so we are screwed. Um, cause, cause the people are showing up. And, um, over the, this season, you know, while the attendance has dipped slightly, I mean, it's become more passionate and, you know, it's like, we have, uh, one of the fan groups mm-hmm. one of the supporters groups is, is, you know, starting to protest for the final home season game, you know, and they, you know, they raised money to do 4,000, um, cards today, basically like within two hours. So like there's, there's definitely passionate people here that support the team, support the players, support the coaching staff. Um, but there's just not apparently the commitment from the owner to keep putting money in.
3: Yeah. Honestly, uh, we, we don't see the owner these days much at, at, at games. Um, he's sort of gotten, you know, he, he sort of has a, not necessarily a, repetitions, not the word I would use, but he sort of appears as, you know, that classic carpet bagger. Oh, he sees a good, something that, that looks like it could be a good deal, you know, in, in a great market like Fresno he's, you know, he sweeps in and I'm not, Saying he doesn't love soccer at all, you know, I I, I believe he does, uh, but he sweeps in, buys up things, and when all of a sudden, you know, the magic beans don't don't sprout, you know, he's he, he's looking for a better offer else, elsewhere, and you know, so right now there's a, a lot of finger pointing, like who's at fault. I personally lay, lay a lot of the blame on Ray, uh, but uh, that doesn't excuse, like um, you know, so. A lot of people are having to answer. Like, so city of Fresno has issued statements that they've been working with the team for for uh, months and months, trying to find a, a stadium. Um, the uh, uh, Jake Edwards, or there was a statement from USL saying that you know they they still they believe in Fresno and they want you know all, they're still interested in all the parties and you know, and it's somewhat of a like your standard you know, uh, BS answers you know. Uh, but uh, it, it, right now, it's just like this: like where where did it go wrong? You know, could things have happened? You know, some people are pointing the fingers at at the uh, ownership group with uh, Chuck Chancey Park, in which we play, and saying that uh, they they charge they charge too much and and uh, uh, mm-hmm. they really don't uh, treat the the uh, Fresno FC treat our fans of uh, 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 fairly. You know yeah. and uh so yeah there's a lot of blame a lot of finger finger pointing but but at the end of the day you know i think uh all parties and, and i even would throw bray in there i think all parties uh would love to find a solution that keeps fresno fc huh. in championship in fresno um and maybe it's you know maybe it takes us Winning, You know, maybe it takes us uh, uh, make the uh, the supporters coming out in force and 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 uh, moving hearts and minds as 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 they, as they speak, as they say.
0: If you had to put your your if you had to walk a mile in, in Ray's shoes or if you had to kind of pinpoint what he was after and then what went wrong in his own mind, is that pretty clear or is that pretty foggy?
2: I, well, I mean, just from talking to people that, you know, were, were close to the team, um, there, there's a lot of talk about just a massive ego and an expectation that the city was going to bend over and give him land, give him office space. Mm. Um, and when that didn't happen, he automatically was threatening to move the team to Monterey. Like, so like the, the, I mean, Monterey is linked in a lot of these stories and it's super crazy cause it's a city of 30,000,
1: yeah. you know,
2: in, in an area that it's got money, but there's not like, I mean, how there's more in all, all the communities around Fresno. You know, I mean, we're, we're a city of a half million and in a community of, you know, a million and change. Um, so, you know, like from, from day one, essentially this guy had a plan and you know, was, was using other places as leverage. And so like, you know, I think he just thought he was a a great businessman and, you know, hasn't been able to get his way, you know, in in these, in these deals.
3: And I I was, I was hopeful that, uh, that something was going to happen. I mean, even, you know, we, we, the, the, the rumors, the, the innuendo reading, reading things between them started at the, you know, started be- before the start of, of our second season, mm-hmm. you know, um, when, uh, uh, some folks from, front office, uh, left the team and, or left the, uh, front office and went off to do other things. And, and, but, uh, I also saw, you know, so, so Ray himself like left, uh, you know, his, uh, his part partnership in in the uh, the car dealerships to focus more on the team i was like okay well that looks positive and here we are now so it makes me wonder like how much of it how much effort did he really do you know i mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i don't know
0: I did read also I don't know if this is part of the rumor section or if this is I feel like I read it in the Jeff Ruder article which to me seems like it's probably something that's legitimately news. You mentioned mm. failed sales but it sounded like one was close to a deal maybe even as soon as 2 weeks ago or something like that and fell through. Do you think yeah. are we do you think he's totally out of other potential buyers in Fresno? Uh
2: probably you know I mean it seems that way because like the the from, from what we heard about those sales, I mean, it was somebody that had the the money that had the infrastructure or, you know, had like a a group that was going to come in, you know, with him Mm -hmm. as well. Um, and and was, was petitioning the league to essentially allow the team to be bought and, um, sit, sit out for a year as he built the front office and built the stadium. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, this guy's got massive land on his own. And so like, that's, one of the main sales that was supposed to that was kind of happening and then for whatever reason that deal fell apart. So um yeah. depending on who you talk to I can see <laughs> different blame, you know?
1: I could kind of see how from a league standpoint you wouldn't necessarily want that though like yeah you're building your front office yeah you're obviously building a soccer stadium but like the club's gotta play like i i don't know i would uh yeah that would kind of freak me out a little bit until i saw like an actual soccer stadium being built not some guy just like using
2: yeah well but this guy (laughs) like a franchise
1: for land or whatever i
2: don't know that guy that guy actually has like it's all planned out like he's got the specs and everything there's a plan for like an indoor soccer stadium for massive developmental uh fields and stuff like that it's it is a very legit thing. Um, and Mm. that didn't happen. Uh, and, and what, what's it's frustrating with that, that stuff is that we then are hearing that there's a good possibility. Yes. The team closes shop and is dead for a year and then opens in Monterey. So it's like, you don't want the team to take off a year, but you're going to allow somebody else. You're going to allow Beshoff to do that very thing. So
3: yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess uh I guess that becomes a thing where it's like, well, if they fold anyway and then he sells the rights to the franchise, like that's different.
3: <clears throat>
1: that Which I is suppose, very like yeah. semantics, like well, weird contract language. Yeah, exactly. Junk.
0: That's that's there the kind of world.
3: <laughs> well, and and to to uh sort of been sort of be uh kicked in the nuts more. Um sure. so Why one of the for. first tires uh, that that left uh, before the second season um, moved to a city just south of, of Fresno. And now he's working for a different company and and putting together a, a, a team and working with the city of Isalia. Um, and they're putting together a soccer field and and uh, a, a soccer stadium. And uh, is rumored to be bringing in a, a USL2 uh, team if, if things get worked out. And I was like this is talent uh, that that was slipped through the fingers because uh, ownership group wouldn't including Ray Bischoff wouldn't give marketing dollars wouldn't supply you know the funds to you know get the word out more entice uh, change people's minds here in Fresno that soccer is worth supporting, and uh, so so you know that that hurts. But but for me personally, what also hurts is you know that sort of uh, having the rug um, pulled from under us. So this year, you know, so PDL was great, and I love the Fuego, but we didn't play a lot of matches in a season, and so with Oof. what what right, I. Right. What I really loved about being in USLC was just not only the quality of it was of not play, a full season. Yeah, yeah, but but some of these teams, yeah. their supporters groups, when they came to Fresno, they always left knowing that uh they had a good time. Even if win or lose, mm-hmm. they knew that uh they would be treated uh nicely by by us SGs. And that sort of um love for the sport. And then, on you know, in the game, we're, 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 uh, uh, affectionate enemies, <laughs> you know, uh, I mm-hmm. love that. And, and knowing that, you know, if we do not have USLC next season, um, if we don't have professional soccer next season, not having mm-hmm. Reno 1868, their supporters coming through, sure. you know, um, yeah. you know, people that, that, uh, that, I grew to love, you know? Um, Yeah. But uh, yeah, it hurts. It hurts being, not being a part, like not being part of that community again.
0: I think the biggest, Mm -hmm. I think that is the biggest theme to me. I think, I don't know if we can maybe even wrap up on this thought because it it just is like, you guys were what made this team so lively. um, And, that's been like just the total leaving out, not leaving out, but the total, just forgetting of you guys that the team just kind of has been Mm. going, even though it's the product on the field is good. It's just, the team has been plowing ahead without any care about the fans. And that seems to be blatantly obvious. And it's like, you can. I bet you could even like look at a point on the calendar when something happened and point to that day and be like, yeah, I bet that day or maybe the week before or the week before that is the day he decided he stopped caring about Fresno. And, and I think the way uh, supporters are treated is perhaps one of the first clues of a, of a team not doing well, because mm. I think that's been really clear by the timeline here, that you guys that have been totally forgotten by the ownership.
3: Yeah. And perhaps we need more. We needed a, a uh, money drop out of helicopters. <laughs>
2: well, but you know what? Hey, mm-hmm. potentially hey, we crap on, on, on Vegas all the time, but like yeah. their ownership is, is dumping tons of money into their team yep. and, and they're trying to make it work out of a
1: helicopter. <laughs>
2: yeah. Also out of a helicopter, but you know, and, and feeding llamas and whatever else, but, but like really like, you right. know, we, I, I went out to their game to the the Foxes game and, I had a great time because of the the atmosphere they were building there, you know. And so, oh, yeah. if you have owners that are going to actually support the team, you can do cool stuff.
0: In a, well, not, not in, a, in a so. way, we all kind of joke about Vegas, and and the product on the field hasn't been there. But to be honest, is there a club in the league that seems to care more about making their fans more happy? You know what I
3: mean? Phoenix. Yeah. yeah and they're doing it in say. a very
0: soccer way but i know vegas is just trying to put on a show to try to get you well, know crazy fans and out, out the hallway. yeah, yeah. Well, right that's true that's true but that's also very soccer culture to do something like that but
1: <laughs> um I'll, listen uh,
0: yeah all i'm trying um, to say is like if you guys had a vegas yeah. situation going on that would be better than what you have i guess is what I'm, mm. don't hate on vegas too much yeah. because it's got it's got a good yeah. thing going in that way They'll, they'll find you
2: phil they're not going bankrupt or broke
0: that too no that too no yeah. they're they're just going to get sued
1: by by the government essentially but federal yeah. government yeah, they will be fine yeah.
3: and and here's here yeah. uh, if i can also if i can also get something <laughs> off my chest too uh, another thing that really pisses me off too is you know uh yeah there are there are definitely players on our team that will. That if this is if this happens if if Fresno FC goes away or even for that matter goes goes on a one year hiatus, um, th- they'll get picked up by another team. I can't imagine any team not wanting a a a, a keeper like C J Cochran or you know uh, Jaime Chavez, uh, you know as a forward or whatnot. Then I look at players like um, even I, I believe he's still even on our roster, even though he's probably has just a few minutes, uh, I, I uh, this season, I, uh, uh, Mil- Milton, Blanco. So, um, he's one of the, the lifeblood of, uh, so- of Fresno soccer culture and he would never get picked up by any other team. Um, but, but he is still, um, you know, he's, he's heart. you know, he's, he's part of the heart. Of, of of soccer yeah. and so I look at some of these players that um you know this is this is it for them in in terms of maybe professional soccer uh in terms of USL you know um you know uh so you know last things can turn around you know I look at uh you know last year we had for a short hot minute uh Don Smart and you know he seems to be doing well at Ford Madison uh, but then others are playing uh, okay? indoor yeah. Fuzal and, you know, whatnot.
0: Yep. Right. I feel for them. <laughs> Edward, any, any kind of final parting thoughts about the situation?
2: You know, I, yeah, I would just echo what Chris was saying as far as, uh, um, you know, wanting to, to really appreciate the players. You know, I mean, we've been telling everybody, hey, we got two home games left and a playoff game at least, you know, let's get out there. Let's support the players like crazy let support Coach mm-hmm. Smith like crazy because they're the ones that have put it out there on the line. They're the ones that have have really made the product what it is. You know, I mean, it's gonna suck for us as fans, but I mean, this is their actual livelihood, um, and, and so well, and you know, we, we look out for them. To piggyback
1: off of the, you know, feel bad for some of the guys that aren't gonna be picked up, or the guys that would be picked up. You'd imagine, or at least for people like us that are like, Oh, I'd love to have, you know, insert name here. You've got guys that are playing with eh, a guaranteed four games, three or four games left Mm -hmm. who are now like playing for contracts next year. Maybe elsewhere. Like you're getting, this is like, Hey, you have a month to get your scouting tape ready. Right. Um, which is not something you're expecting to do when you're probably on a two year deal. Um, yeah, no. So that was a that was a wonderful point.
0: I will say that uh, working in their favor is that Fresno is a really good team, and there are a lot more teams mm. joining. E- even if it's a league below, I think they'll get picked up. I'm not worried about it. There's so much quality yeah. in that team, and but it is something to worry about and to follow and track. And um,
3: hopefully, they all do get jobs. I'm sorry. And, and let me say, speaking of worrying s- about it, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I keep stepping on you. Um, well, cool. I, let me no, just no, say, no, too, right. I, I, I might be a little naive, yeah. but I still hold I still hold right. out hope, you know, like knowing that this is out there, yeah. you know, wakes people up. And I, I mm-hmm. you know, I, I there's a part of me that still firmly believes that that this, that our story isn't finished yet, uh, despite the writing on the wall. You know, I I still believe that having this start to play out in knowing what we know and and having our fantastic season this season that uh people are going to take a second look and say no this is worth investing my my time and money in to uh to to keep professional soccer here in fresno so i still believe even though um you know i also think think with my head as well
0: that's a good one to end on Go for it, Evan. <laughs> Positivity.
3: Speaking
1: of played out, Smoke Park Rangers are going to be called Sporting Kansas City 2 next year because the world hates you and wants you to die. <laughs> That's how I feel. Um, <laughs> why, world? Why? You want to clip that, you can. Um, Y'all, like, I get it. <sighs> um, I, I get it. I re- like, I get it. I really get it. I really get it. But like who did it hurt to be called sport park rangers? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knew what you were. Everyone knew what you are. Everyone understood that no one was gonna go to those games when they were in children's Lamborghini Mercy Health Park, whatever it's called now. I I just I don't I don't know. Man, whatever. Like they and it's not even like, oh I mean I guess it was. I was going to say, it's not even like, oh, we're playing at the big club stadium anyway, so who cares? But they are.
0: They are. anyway I don't think that's the big deal that people care about. I, to me, it's. I mean, the big
1: deal is just that people, it, it's fueling fire to the oh, MLS two teams who drop down to league one because they're all bad. Or
0: yes, whatever. that is all true. <laughs>
1: I'm so tired of this conversation. Are you? Sure, is what's happening?
0: Well, uh, yeah,
1: I'm not. I'm not tired. Too bad, of right?
0: I mean, I,
1: I know. And you and Jason had an article about it. So if people, are. I wasn't, know, even, wasn't even, wasn't even
0: going to mention it, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's annoying. It's a anno- it, dude. You know it why is. I have this conversation? Cause it's freaking annoying <laughs> when someone like SKC wants yeah. the level of competition yeah. and wants to throw out Academy players and they don't like, they don't care about yeah. anything else. And they're not even trying, like, they're not even trying to hide it anymore like at least try if you want to stay here you know they're not trying so let them let them drop down it's uh, just sh- weird to me they fine
1: and now it's like but we're confusing ourselves by having two different teams named that and um, we just we need to have a distinction <laughs> like like at this rate right if you're going to go to like oh we want to be SKC2 just be like oh we're Sporting Kansas City U23 yeah <laughs> just make it really ugly you
3: know low Swope 2 also
1: or what did I say just, uh, just Sporting Kansas City too, but with, with two O's <laughs> which is also Sporting Kansas City
0: uh, the thing is Evan I think there's like legitimate reasons to have yeah. them in championship so like I think there's a good argument for yeah, as well Red
1: Bull 2 are like really good all the time
0: yeah most of the time that's not the only
1: reason Tacoma though. says hi well I mean listen I know there's like for for every Red Bull 2 there's five Tacomas or whatever but it, you know
0: I think there's a middle you can't discredit everybody
1: out. only because the one team that plays well wins wins uh, wins the title every once in a while you
0: know <laughs> I think there's a middle ground that can be found. And that's what I would like there. Like there's totally a middle ground. And if you look at, if you look
1: at, I'm going to mention a name that people aren't going to like very much. If you look at Greg Berhalter's recent squad for the U S men's national team, you see why there's a middle ground and why this is important. Um, games don't mean anything. Uh, uh, but yeah, like, I, I'm just, I'm so, I'm so done with, can you tell I'm just very done with this whole thing happening?
0: Yeah, it's pretty clear. Let's, yeah. Let's
1: Here's what Evan... Evans Evans wish list in the offseason is just J, Jake Edwards or somebody comes out and just says, "Here's what's happening." And I move on with my life. <laughs> and whether it's everyone everyone goes down or here's who's staying and here's not or or something weird where if you have a two in your name you're just done. <laughs> so be it.
0: <laughs> this is all that's Evan I'm ah. I'm not sure you had a single good take there. Jake buddy. Edwards
3: <laughs> Jake Jack Edwards is missing I'm sorry, Jake Edwards is missing out on an incredible opportunity to have like a one of those whole ball machine things where you just pick a ball out and they become a two team.
1: <laughs> oh, do it do it draft lottery style like NBA draft lottery style where it's like the, the envelope is warm. And it's like, oh Tacoma Defiance. Oh no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> league one for Chicago, uh, uh outside of reference, but I'm going to make it so Brian Cook laughs at it. Um, you have Jake Edwards play the role of, of uh, Bischoff and you have uh, whoever the acting president of League one is play the role of Vince McMahon or, or, or Ric Flair and they both draft, they both, both draft their league <laughs> and then that's it. You know?
3: I'm just now now I'm imagining Phoenix and uh, New Mexico yes. United uh, Hell in the Cell matches.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you have, you know, oh oh by, by God, that's that's Ford Madison's music, and they come out and they have a briefcase and they cash in their money in the championship contract or whatever. I don't know.
3: <laughs> I like the way you think.
1: <laughs> Thank you. It's the evolution of soccer in America, since apparently everyone that doesn't just blindly follow pro morale is, is, uh, is telling the company line 24 seven. Anyway, I might as well just be a full on heel. What were we talking about? Smart sport sporting Kansas city. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Pablo, Pablo Nagamura is their coach. And I keep forgetting that it's, it's constantly my favorite thing. I like it. It would be like, if uh, it's like Zach Pfeffer was the coach of Beth, steel, but like so much chores.
0: Would you like that? Would he be good? Uh, No, I'd hate
1: it. But that's what it should be. If you're going to drop all the two teams to League One, they should have, like, club legends come back and be, and be coaches.
0: Like, cement the joke, basically?
1: Kind of, yeah. So it's like, you know, uh, Brian Carroll coaches Bethlehem and, like, um, Thierry Henry coaches Red Bull 2.
3: <laughs>
1: and, like, Clint Dempsey just retires and coaches... uh. No, you know what? Jimmy Nielsen can just coach Tacoma Defiance. I,
3: I like think this. that's why uh, yeah, why we have a US, USL uh, San Diego.
0: Oh, right. Is Donovan <laughs> yeah. coaching that team? Is that what's going <laughs> like to happen?
1: Like the Donovan good player coach. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and then what, what team does Jermaine Jones play for in the indoor league? Like Colorado San or Diego. something? San Diego.
0: Oh, no, no, no. You're right. Um, the oh. non-Canadian Ontario. it's it's the city of Ontario Uh, um, in in California
1: oh 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 so we just move them to um yeah we just move them to uh Redwood and he can like player coach the Roma side that's been coming to USL for four years now
0: (laughs) there you go great apparently they're revving up apparently anyway I think we're good I don't think we're get we any... diverted
1: the the USL two talk. <laughs> well, for, for I was about to say I don't
0: think else. we're going to get any good debate out of this
1: evening from Evan. So <laughs> no, no, you're not. I'm just going to be upset. So it's fine.
0: All right. <laughs> yeah. Lefty Ed, thanks for joining us, guys. I know it's yeah. kind of hard to keep yeah, talking thanks.
2: about, but hey, you know we're just out here uh, moving through them steps of grief. You know, processing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I can't wait for forgiveness. I don't know what that'll look like.
2: Yeah, that's not, uh, we're not getting there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's why everyone's grief process is their own, Ed. It's true. (laughs) You know, you take it when it comes to you, you don't have to force it. You want to wrap us up? Ev? Yeah. uh, Hey, if you want to give us if you want to give us a follow people at this show, at least uh, at the USL show, uh, lefty just, I, I don't know uh feel free to plug uh plug foxtrot
3: yeah for as long do. as we're gonna be around go listen to Fox yeah are you guys Tra- free
1: agents at the end of the season worst case scenario like what the <laughs> you hell know, we, we
3: haven't we haven't had that conversation it's coming so okay great. all we know is um by the end of our season whether um you know no, no matter how far we go in in playoffs and and championships and all that sort of stuff at the end of that I think we're doing a live show that's going to be heavily fan involved um hopefully by then we'll have something more about uh the existence or non-existence of Fresno FC and uh so it'll be either a a night morning at a local bar (laughs) or a celebration at a local bar either way Mm. the common denominator is a lot of alcohol. Sure. Uh, sure but right, uh, so. but until the end pod you know most of those places you can listen to podcasts we'll, we're there and uh we've been blessed by having uh uh players on and we i love uh doing the Strap pod with uh with with edward and and with uh with our, our friend uh, amy g as well and uh it's been such a blessing and it Tear, it rents my heart in two, knowing that that might have to be that might have to end, not because of anything other than the team not existing. Sure.
1: Um, highest bidder and or most merch just delivered to Lefty and Ed's houses. <laughs> Easy way to do it. Uh, Phil anything you want to plug.
0: No, man, I'm good. All right, great. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm.